Hello, I'm Kurt Whitesell, and I want to welcome you to the coolest and most informative podcast in the Westfield, Indiana area. What's up, Westfield? What's up, Westfield is a local chat fest to dig deep into politics, development, who's doing what, and anything else we can fit into 45 minutes of fun online. If you have a topic or an interest in being an amazing guest, please reach out to us, and we'd love to hear your ideas. My guest today is heavily involved in our education system and has committed herself to creating opportunities for students, teachers, and staff. She spends her days organizing fundraisers, sharing local scholarship opportunities, and anything she can do to bring more awareness about her schools to the community. When she's not advocating for education, she is a wife and a mother to four busy kids. This should be a fun one, gang. Please welcome Ashley Knott of the Westfield Washington Education Foundation to the podcast. Well, hello, Ashley. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on my podcast. Um, it's very timely. I feel like I've done more school podcasts, school-related, education-related podcasts recently, so that's kind of fun. Do you feel like you guys are in the middle of a lot of stuff going on? Um, I feel like we have been moving full force for mm-hmm. students and for staff, and a much-needed uh, holiday break is approaching. So, awesome. yeah. so do you actually get a, do you get a break like the teachers get a break? I do for, I get the holidays. We work over the summer and we uh-huh. work um, on flex days, but we do okay. get a holiday break. So Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So Ashley, you uh, run the Westfield Washington Education Foundation, correct? I do. Um, so why don't you go ahead for those of us that don't know, tell us a little bit or a lot of it about yourself, where you're from, how'd you end up here in this position, stuff like that. Okay. I am actually from Louisville, Kentucky. So it's like Louisville, if you mm-hmm. come there, Louisville. right? Um, I went to Western Kentucky. Um, upon graduating from there, I probably a, a fun little fact is I moved to the Keys the day after graduation and I lived in the so, Keys for a little while. So it was hard to leave. Um, it's hard I, to look outside today, isn't it? What are you doing? It's hard to look outside. <laughs> is, the, the ocean is my just, it's, it's just so peaceful. And um, I loved it. I worked really hard um, and eventually got a different job for a company in Oregon called Reese's Fine Foods. So my account was Walmart for the United States. Um, back then, there were only 100 super centers. Um, and I got really? a job for several years, many, many years, and um, left in 2008 uh, when I had my third kiddo because okay. people will help you with one, they'll help you with two, three is a little much, and four, uh, yeah, right. grandparents are like, I'm not even coming. <laughs> uh-huh. So my husband traveled uh, for a living. He works for Lehigh Hanson Cement, and um, so it was just kind of a balancing, but we have four kids. Uh, three now in high school, which is kind of crazy. One is a senior trying to decide what's next mm-hmm. and uh, a sophomore, a freshman and a middle schooler. So they keep us busy, but um, they allow me to kind of stay in the middle of things. I love baseball. We love to travel as a family mm-hmm. uh, and have a good time. That's probably some of our favorite time because we lose all the distractions um, yeah. and our favorite vacations are those that lose Wi-Fi. So, oh, really? Okay. We've never done that. So interesting. Maybe not the kid's first reaction, but Uh once we have a good time together. Uh So it's kind of just a a fun place to go and do those kind of things. We like cruising. So cruising has been fun because you get different things. 
so so you um you quit Walmart because you had too many kids at some point. You had to come home, right? Well, and I worked for Research Bank Foods, not for Walmart. My account. I mean, you you sold to Walmart, yeah. yeah. And then so you come home, but you did did you go unemployed at that point and stay at home, mom, or did you? No, they switch? wouldn't take my resignation. Okay. So I opened an LLC uh-huh. and uh, worked. Um, I just did consulting to them. It was supposed okay. to go for four months. It went for four years. <laughs> awesome. They're the largest salad yeah, manufacturer yeah. in the United States. And so they've gotten bigger okay. and bigger. And I've seen them back in the stores. So it went private label for a while. But now you're starting to see main brands come back in quite often. So there, I see them out there. So I love to grocery shop. Like everybody yeah, wants to do delivery stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that's so fun. It takes so long for a product to come alive. And you work on it for so many years. And you're like, we worked on that 20 years ago. Like... <laughs> Um, you just have to buy a couple million dollar machines to manufacture, mm-hmm. ship it across the country. So that is fun to me. Um, okay. Probably not helpful for the grocery bill, uh, but no. yeah, nobody doesn't like it. As long it. as you're happy. As yeah. long as mom's happy. Yeah. So, so you did that for four years um, while you were raising kids. And then when did you get this position? So at the same time I was doing the consulting, I got heavily involved in, my kids went to Westfield Montessori first mm-hmm. um, and then they transitioned uh, our oldest transitioned in first grade into um, Maple Glen so Westfield schools um, and just immediately got involved with the PTOs mm-hmm. and being a part of of that and I was used to uh, raising money that's what I went to school to do marketing raising money just energizing and solving a problem right mm-hmm. that's what I love to do is solve a problem mm-hmm. um, so I did that PTO president for, I'm not even quite sure, five years or more, maybe. Um, And Dr. Great approached me in 2018, 2017, I think, uh, 2017, and asked me to help on the referendum with Daniel Easterhouse and Jeff Fuller. And so together, we um, just just worked on that referendum supporting uh, schools. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that led to the next position, she had an envisionment for a parent engagement. As technology was coming more into play, how can we make sure that we're connecting and communicating with our families? How do we look forward? And that was coming. And I'll tell you the plan, it it took a lot of work. We created um, the logo and um, it's the goal of it is to educate, equip, and just keep families in tune. We talk about everything on Parent University from um, how to find a tutor to what does a vape look like. And if you're not a parent with a teenager, knowing what a vape looks like is a really important thing these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slide through and to understand that it's an addictive thing and also to celebrate academics and you know, internships. And so it's a, uh, just a neat space where we can have real hearty conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID hit and we would do an in-person, we did a lot of in-person parent training or professional mm-hmm. development for parents, just like we do for colleagues and for teachers. Mm-hmm. And it was never a better time than to have parent universities set up and have followers and have connection already. So we mm-hmm. were able to put a lot of extra support for parents right there on the district cool. parent university page and just really keep going, right? Mm-hmm. It, it just was a lot smoother. It allowed us to help families that needed supplies. Um, it allowed us to help families that needed support. And it gave parents a connection of, I'm homeschooling and I don't know how to do this mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. So um, 
we use an app through um, Parent University called Purposity. I'm not sure if you have that downloaded, but it's <laughs> the words purpose plus generosity uh, equal purposity. Okay. And so just like you can order a cup of coffee and you show up at uh, Rivet or Starbucks or any place and it's ready for you, you can look mm -hmm. on this app and look for Westfield Washington Schools. When you download it, you'll select your school. And right now there's 40 needs on there. And you'll see that it's a pair of gloves for a student in need. And you can hit, I can do that. It's $12.15. And mm -hmm. when you hit meet this need, it ships to me. I don't know who shipped it or who picked it. I then deliver it to the counselor who gave me that need. And the student receives it anonymously and feels supported. And in a matter of, of just the circle, we did a wraparound and filled a need without anybody really claiming credit as opposed to just filling a need because that's that is proud, right that's here in westfield right now we so have that in westfield. yeah so you can download the app proposity i can pull it up and is this a this is a big app right software but we use it here locally we do so this uh -huh. is the app i don't know if you can i'll, I'll share a link i'll share a link and stuff. <laughs> I didn't know you could see the camera. So it we during COVID we did over on the camera we did over ten thousand dollars worth of needs. And during COVID it was a little different. My house behind me had laundry baskets all over it, and they were filled with toilet paper and dishwashing soap. And just imagine if you don't have a car and you uh -huh. got frustrated when you went to the store. Imagine when it was you know, when you have a car and could go and it was frustrating. Yeah. Imagine not having a car, you get your weekly ride uh -huh. and there's nothing there. And so we worked closely with Westfield Youth Assistance, Student Impact, our counselors, anybody, you thought the township, Washington Township, the library, if there was a need that needed to be filled, they could reach out to me and I could put it on parent, uh -huh. uh, parent university's purposity. And purposity- That's fascinating. So Lawrence Township was actually the first district in Indiana to use it. And now okay. it's used more widely. Um, I'd love to know that. I had no idea that existed. So very cool. So right How now many? we're using it for holiday gifts for, for high schoolers. Okay. We do really well about connecting to a lot of our families in elementary, intermediate, middle. And we get a little bit more um, mature and we don't have a tendency to share our needs in high school. As often okay. our students. And so our counselors have those relationships to know, I bet this kid could use a hat, or I bet this kid could just need, I mean, the things on there are sweatshirts. It's a hat, it's a pair Easy of gloves. Stuff. It's nothing, you know, there's no robot, there's nothing crazy, no phones. It's just awesome. some basic necessities um, that when they just magically appear, I just dropped off a bag to the counseling's office, the counseling office, and they'll magically just hand them over to those students. Um, as a gift. That, that's awesome. I will put a link to that because I had no idea that existed. And I'm definitely going to start sharing that and using it. So very cool. I learned something already. We're only like a few minutes in. I'm learning stuff. So that's a, that's a big part of Parent University. Where am I leaving off here? I never did mention I am married to my husband, Toby. So he is. <laughs> he I would appreciate that. Yeah. I the kids in. I didn't get Toby in there. Uh, yeah. Oh, poor guy. So, we'll put a link to him in the below yeah, too, yeah, a picture or something. Yeah. There you go. All right, so you are Parent University Awesome. So then uh, when did you take your role at the Education Foundation? So after COVID and some just different changes in the district, um, my role, I, I think it was called the ROCS coordinator or something when it originally started. And it was just 
re-envisioned to be the engagement coordinator across the district and the Education Foundation Executive Director. So they kind of put the two together and there's so many similarities and so many, comp it complements each other along the way. Through mm -hmm. the Education Foundation, it's been around since 1986. It has done amazing work and there's been a ton of uh, volunteers and board members that have been a part of that history and that why. But what we started to do over the last couple of years and what really became more available were grants that we could get as a foundation with our 501c3 status in support of programs. We have done, we do a beautiful job getting out scholarships. Last year, we gave out $63,000 in scholarships to 42 different kiddos. Um, we gave out um, over $10,000 in teacher grants to, to teachers across the district. Um, but there are areas that we weren't really touching. And so by using our grant status and the ability to look and find and understand what those needs are, during COVID, we were able to put 72 kids through swim lessons. Hmm. Um, cool. That engagement, that's healthy, that's the, you know, that is supporting those kids in a different way. We were able to uh, put $10,000 to um, the disability program, the summer school disability program, to be able to support those students and make sure they had the tools they needed to get caught back up from being off for so long. Um, we put quite a bit of money in our um, English learners uh, program, hiring staff to be able to go out and re-engage and connect. Mm -hmm. And it's really being innovative and having the opportunity to be innovative in connection. Mm -hmm. Because to say that you should be a Facebook, find it on Facebook or you should find it on Twitter, if they're not on those tools, how they're still important. Our yeah. are important. And that's a huge part of our mission, the word all. Um, all students, all families are important to the district. So I love what I'm doing. And I love, um, you know, going and finding new grants and new ways to, to succeed and support students and family. So you said it started in 86, is that right? Is that what you said? 1986 is when the education and how, started. And how did it start? Who started it? Who headed that up? Where did it start? So it started here and I should know all the board members. Um, there's you know, a, a group of gentlemen um, that started the board. And um, it kind of progressed from what it was, being scholarships were the first priority. Um, and I should have that list for you, but. All right, so it was initially just a, we don't, you're fine. We don't, um, it was just a list. Of, it was just for scholarships initially for like kids going to college or. Scholarships, um, those were the, one of the initial part they wanted to support. I'd have to go back and pull what their initial mm -hmm. mission was in, in the documents, but basically supporting teachers and supporting students. And okay. so when I took this role over, we've really tried to unlock a lot of that history and put it into some data. So we're hoping to be able to tell the full story. Um, we're kind of working backwards, um, you know, just tracking all that data down. But we know- Where we did it get- where did it get the money initially to start? Those, um, those initial, yeah, the group, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's different ones like the Crosser um, mm -hmm. Realty Group. They came together and for every home that was sold, they donated um, $100 to start a fund. And that scholarship mm -hmm. is still going strong. So that scholarship's endowed. At one point, they were managing, the board itself was managing the funds that were uh, brought together okay. and raised. And as it matured and the board transitions and folks transition, they made a judgment call to invest and endow the monies. So anything over 10,000 that we receive in scholarships gets endowed and we've kept that going forward. And then 
CICF manages that money and we pull off 5% on December 31st every year. And that's what then goes back and funds the scholarships. Okay. However, so why don't you why don't you slow that down for those of us that don't understand math okay. and tell us how it, how it works when someone says, I want to give money to this uh, program. When does it become an endowment? And then how does it feed itself forever? So you and I would have a conversation if, if, you, if we chatted and said you want to invest. First, I'd figure out if it's teachers, students, or a program. And that's really important to know because there, those, wherever your heartstring goes is going to be what you fund. And we have to be open to those different funding opportunities. So if you come and say, I'm going to do a scholarship. So this year, we just opened our scholarships on November 2nd and we added eight new scholarships. In those scholarships, two of them are endowed, or three of them are endowed um, in there. And that means they came to us and said, we're gonna have more than $10,000 to commit to you today. Mm -hmm. And so we would like to see what that would do. And so through CICF, they'll give me a breakdown that if we invest 10,000 today, you'll be able to pull based on the rate of return, you'll get this much back, and you're still gonna have this much for the next 20 years. So right now, if you put $10,000 in, in 20 years, I think you have just shy of 9,000. And that's pulling about 800, seven or 800 off each year. There's a fee um, that the management company charges. Um, it's kind of, it's small. It gets smaller as the more money you put in. So we also had a scholarship this last year that we started. Um, the Kim Simon Educator, uh, Future Edu Educator Fund. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a beloved teacher across the district and her family and her friends united and uh, they put over $100,000 into an oh, wow, very cool. And we will pull off 5% of that. Now mm -hmm. that at $100,000, the fees get smaller because it's based on a, a small percent. Um, and in 20 years, it will be worth, I'd have to pull it up, but well over the initial investment. So mm -hmm. it will continue to feed uh, students for years and years to come. Mm -hmm. As a donor, we will work with you to say, what do you want to call the scholarship? What are your qualifications? Is it that they were in band one year? Is it that they're going to be a teacher? Is it, are they going to go into science? Mm -hmm. uh, did they have to participate in a certain sport, club? Maybe it's just they were uh, um, followed all the guiding principles. You know, it, it could be as simple as that. It could be anything they want, though, right? Anything that they want, what they means. I mean, we walk them through what would be, you know, I don't think I've ever had anything that we couldn't do, but you never yeah. know. Say never. Um, <laughs> Give me so, a minute here. We'll find something. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm giving you parameters. <laughs> what is, what, um, so um, you use the word endowment or it becomes endowed. What's the difference between it being endowed and it not being endowed? So we have... Several of the scholarships this year aren't endowed, and I'll give you an example would be um, the Black Student Union approached us and said, we would really love to have a scholarship that gets awarded to any um, BSU club member from, so a 2023 graduate, approaching graduate, who was a part of the club within their time at Westfield High School has, is one of the qualifications. Okay. Uh, they've chosen to do a $1,000 scholarship for a student in May um, with a commitment that this scholarship will exist for five years. Okay. And so that's our, our ask of a, don a new donor, at least five years, a five-year commitment with a minimum $1,000. Okay. 
And the reason why is college is expensive. So we want to make sure there's a lot of paperwork that goes into the checks and the processes and getting it both to the student. And we send the checks directly to the bursar's office um, of the student so that there's not a tax um, okay. process that happens mm -hmm. uh, for the student or for the family. We just send it straight in. Um, if they get more scholarships than, than what is received, I believe they end up getting a check from the school. But um, yeah. that, that's how we um, okay. process. So that'd be a non-endowed program. Sure. Do, I feel like, um, so if someone called you and said, I want to give a thousand bucks to somebody this year, I'm sure you'd figure out a way to take it, but your goal is to get long-term commitments, correct? If somebody called and said, I have a thousand dollars to give, uh, to give you, I could say, here's some of our scholarships that aren't endowed that are just beginning. Would you, do they, any of these qualifications, if they're wanting their own name, then we can talk about that too. Um, you know, student Impact's a great, I know that's an organization that you work closely with. So mm -hmm. working with them, they just started two new scholarships this year. Did they? So I would try to visit with the donor to say, like, what are you connected to? Look at the, mm -hmm. the collection, if, if that thousand would, if you know, maybe you're a supporter of Student Impact, they would probably love to give away two $1,000 scholarships instead of one this yeah. year. Um, I see. So you and, can piggyback someone else's commitment. Sure. I, I bet any of those folks who started scholarships this year, we have a new one for theater, for construction, student impact, educators. Um, there's uh, West Med just did a legacy memorial and it's healthcare. So, so many areas that we need folks and, and students to consider looking at. Um, and our scholarships range um, about 3,500 is our biggest scholarship. So we give yeah. out a few $3,500 scholarships and there's a lot around that thousand dollar range. We do have uh -huh. a couple that are 300 and 700 that were set up uh, pro, you know, prior. Um, but we're How many scholarships do you have? We have 25 scholarships, but uh -huh. they will often give out five or six awards, many of them. Does that oh, make sense? I see, yeah. So yeah. the Smith scholarship could have five recipients. Yeah, I see. Okay. And you know, a really cool one, the Shirley Gibbs um, scholarship. So that was a legacy scholarship that came to us. And I remember sitting in the board meeting and we opened it up and it was something that was willed to us from her estate. We didn't know it was coming, um, <laughs> but in her scholarship, she was a librarian. She wanted to give back and take care of, mm -hmm. of students at Westfield. And it also extends to any graduate. So any Westfield graduate um, who is in college right now can come back and apply. Oh, that's cool. Maybe they didn't get a scholarship when they were in high school um, and they could click on that application and apply for her scholarship. And that's $3,500. That's so a lot of money. Maybe they didn't have things all in a row when they were in high school, but they're really working hard in college and they can come back and tell us, you know, what $3,500 would do for them. Yeah. Um, I'd love to award, you know, a, a graduate and see those connections. How about 28 years later? If you're going to college, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my high school had any uh, programs like this. So, yeah. um, all right. So you have uh, um, when, the Crossman Communities. Was that what it was called? Crossman Fund or something? What'd you call it? Crossman? It's a cross Crossers. That's yeah. right. So the Crossers did that. Do you have many um, companies or corporate uh, people that do that? You know, we are 
in the 25 scholarships, there's some, there's a lot of memorial and legacy, but this year alone, we were really reaching out to folks. Like if you're in a trade and you're saying, if I hear like, we just don't have enough staff, well, how do we change that? What if we work together to change that, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you get a scholarship or one of your kids get a scholarship, you're going to remember that company. Yeah, and you make sure. right in the midst mm -hmm. of whether you need an internship, whether you need a part-time job, whether you need a full-time job, um, you're going to build a relationship and relationships are what matters and what makes a difference. And we don't always know why and how things come into our, you know, into our circle yeah. or where they're going to kind of play out. But I would say for businesses to consider investing in students that way is a pretty neat way to, um, support them why do, why do they not what do you think they just don't know the process or just it's not on their radar what do you what do you think a big company that is local and they probably got a bunch of their employees kids in the school or they employ some of the kids what do you think is the reason we don't have a hundred of those i would say we're working towards it um mm -hmm. you know we're making good strides this year i don't we used to always say and kyle mesmore is our president um, of the Education Foundation. I have amazing board members. I don't do this mm -hmm. alone. Um, I have amazing board members um, and an executive team. And we're interviewing right now to add more board members. We've got some seats that'll open. We have three, they have three-year terms. And we have a couple seats there that are, are gonna uh, pop open. Mm -hmm. uh, and when he interviews uh, the, the candidates, you know, one of the things he always starts off with is, mocking one of the things I say is the Education Foundation is kind of one of the best kept secrets in Westfield. Because once you find it, if you found it, you probably got a scholarship or you probably got a teacher grant mm -hmm. uh, or different things like that. So we're working really hard to unpack that secret and make sure it's not uh -huh. a secret because we don't want it to be a secret. Okay. Um, it's a good secret. Wanna, yeah. We, you know, there's ways for businesses to connect. If you don't have a thousand dollars to do a scholarship right now, there are other ways to connect. We love to pop into the schools and hand out, you know, small gift cards that A, probably get them to your facility or your business or however that is. And those staff members get little bits of rewards. Yeah. Um, employee retention, as we know, is so important. And a big giant grant is great, but if I don't have a teacher in the building, then mm -hmm. I've got a problem. So what can we do? It doesn't answer the question, but hopefully it's just another piece of encouragement along the way that we appreciate our teachers and hopefully everything you see the foundation do from awarding small, you know, small gift cards to big giant um, grants is a big part of it. So what, when they, so I'm a high school student and I've decided to go to college or something and I want to apply for a grant through the Westfield education foundation what is the process other than you just fill out the application what's the whole process we made it so simple um, it used to be a handwritten application with a long um, essay and we went in there because the rubric um, asked specific things and we weren't always finding that getting addressed in the essays uh -huh. so the, the committee made a concerned effort to create an application that has four questions Awesome. Uh, it's a common app. You get to see all of the different scholarships. There's a mm -hmm. couple of them that you won't see on there because they're more awarded than you get to, you know, than getting to select okay. financially. Yeah. Um, but most of them are on there. So you can go through and say, hey, that's me, that's me, that's me, or that's mm -hmm. not me. And 
We take that work out. They answer the questions. The questions are only 250 words. So four questions at 250 words. The hardest part is only saying 250 words. Is it? Okay. And telling the story. If I have one tip to give a student filling out the application, it would be don't make us guess. So if you try to use an acronym or assume that some of our staff or our readers know what SOS is or some of uh -huh. the acronyms, they're probably just going to look over it. So make sure your story tells your story. You know, make sure somebody reads it who doesn't know. If you say, I volunteered all the time, and you don't say where you volunteered, those volunteer hours are not going to have the same weight as I volunteered at Open Doors, at Heart and Soul, at the township, I volunteered for the city, um, at the, you know, Wellbrook or different things like that. So if you unpack the story, don't make us guess. You can shorten words and different things like that, but make sure you tell your story and give yourself, if you've worked that hard and most of our yeah. students at Westfield have, um, you deserve to win. So that would be my tip to you. So when they, so they fill out the, the application, they answer the four questions, you can, someone is willing to kind of coach them, sounds like maybe they're counselors and people in schools, I'm sure it's all over the schools right, like they're getting hammered to sign up for this stuff. So we have, we actually have six act students, six high school students sit on our board, which is okay. pretty cool. Yeah. So the Purdue extension yeah. program is, um, we do a leadership program through the high school and their sophomore year, they get to pick a board. Um, our act students have decided they don't want to leave the board. And so we're allowing them to stay through till they graduate. And this last year we picked up four new students instead of just two. Um, and so that's pretty cool. They stay in there, they help us. So they're our boots on the ground, right? Yeah. They, um, they're making you got a, a sales force. I do. They're making mm -hmm. a scholarship board next Friday. They're going to give away 2000 candy canes with a QR code on it and a game, a trivia game. Um, and one student, it'll talk to them about scholarships and kind of encourage them to apply. Cool. That's a but great idea. one winner will win one of the Rocks uh, stadium blankets. So who participates in the trivia? So- Which are great blankets. We have one of those blankets here at the house. Yeah. They are blankets. Blanket. Mm -hmm. When um, we, yeah. Go ahead, nope, you go. Oh, the blankets. So I'm just gonna give a little plug for the blankets. They are- yeah. We brought in 540 Westfield Stadium blankets and they are thick, they're huge. Um, it's with a $75 donation, you get a blanket and we're gonna end up raising close to $17,000 oh, wow. uh, for grants next year. So awesome. there's lots of whys behind it, but I'll tell you, I don't think that there's a blanket this thick in Westfield that's branded, right? So you're okay. gonna, yeah. It is an awesome blanket, good for you on that. And they can get that blanket where? So they can go to our, um, you'll probably put our website up for them, but um, there's a couple of different places under support us and events. You can click on the blanket link and okay. you just reserve your blanket. And we partnered with Ella Pharmacy. Um, and once your order gets placed, I'll send you an, a message and let you know that you can go pick it up at Ella's Pharmacy. And they have all been awesome in there. So you just go in, give them your name and they hand you a blanket and you say thank you. and check out their store because it's pretty cool it is every time i'm in there they're covered in blankets <laughs> they're the, the background heat. but that yeah. background is tiny so they do like it when you pick up quick <laughs> all right so um you have pressed on it a couple times and i've done a bad job of knowing about it so you've got the student part the student scholarships um there's the teacher part correct and then there's what else what's another part 
So programs, so supporting programs and grants um, and really just seeking, if you own a business and you can help support schools and students and life ready, um, we wanna connect with you. Like how do we partner? Um, if you're a welder and we need more welders out there, how do we work together to make sure that that is a tool that we can pass on to our students? You know, we're, we're trying to bring life ready opportunities um, with our students. A great example of a life ready program that we heavily support is the uh, culinary arts program. Mm -hmm. And Chef Nikki Heflin is amazing. Um, I tasked her last year with an event called Laugh It Off. And I like to set my goals big. And we said, what if we could take all of the staff of Westfold staff? We, we were kind of at a, we needed a lift um, for everybody. And um, the Palladium made it happen so we could host a comedian at their facility. And uh, Chef Nikki's team was, Chef Heflin's team was amazing. They made appetizers and desserts that blew everyone away for over 800. Um, awesome. staff showed up, there was all this food, they went in, they watched um, a show, had a great time, came out and it had transitioned desserts. They all got A's, but those are programs, <laughs> but we couldn't have done it without the Lions Club and the Rotary Club and the Kiwanis Club. So each of them helped us sponsor and fund having our students get a life opportunity. So you never so, know, if you want to connect, I'll help you get connected. Do you have a lot of businesses that engage that way i mean the culinary thing is cool it's awesome i think you have a lot of uh, opportunity there but you said welders are there welding companies that reach out to you are there concrete companies okay. yeah we're bringing back ag science to westfield schools uh -huh. and with that comes new you know there are people out there who are who are top notch and amazing in their fields those are the people we need to be connected to. They may, um, you know, teach our teachers something. They may, our teachers may teach them something. Our students, mm -hmm. the whole process. I mean, we all are better when we work together, yeah. you know, and, and when we figure out what those niches are, you may be a business that just wants to donate money and mm -hmm. that's it. You may be a business that wants to get involved and that's awesome. And I think it's a lot of time you know, any business or any company who wants to sit down with me and say, okay, let's talk, let me hear where you're at and let, yeah. then I'm going to see, and I'm going to offer you all these different angles. Like you could do this, or you could do this, or, or, you know, if that's something you're really passionate, I just heard this club is trying to get started and, and this means sometimes it's, you know, just the drawing board, but any business in Westfield, my hope would be they would want to connect with the schools and figure out how they can either get connected, support their future employee employees or um, just kind of learn together. You know, I'm surprised. So we all gripe about how there's a lack of employees, right? And we all gripe about how there's all, or we all talk about how there's great jobs today. You can go and, you know, put on, put a screw on something and make a living and all that stuff. Um, are the kids, do they get excited when they hear about opportunities in the community for local businesses? Do students like that? Are they interested in that? I think that our kids are pretty amazing. And if you mm -hmm. spend any time in the halls, their energy, it, it, I mean, they just keep going. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes as adults, we feel the weight of the world a little bit heavier. Mm -hmm. I think they, you know, and a lot of them there, you know, there's a lot of, of things that can hold them back. 
But I think I'm a huge believer in purpose and passion. And I think uh-huh. if you've got someone who's feeling, um, you know, that they're not connected or that they haven't found it, we just haven't connected them with their purpose and passion yet. Yeah. Right? Uh, my kids are a great example. They're four different kids sitting in different boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm able to connect them with their purpose and, and, and something that gets them excited. It changes everything. Um, you know, my daughter, how do kids, yeah. how does, how does like your, your daughter knows you, right? So your, your kids have you as influence on that. Um, little Billy somewhere. I mean, are they seeing this program in the school or, or are the boots on the ground people pitching this? Absolutely. So we have a mentorship program at the school that is run. Um, Jake Gilbert helps run it. And, you know, students get trained as juniors and then become mentors as seniors and then are connected with a freshman. And it really is the important role of the mentor to make sure that they're checking in on those freshmen, that they're getting them involved, that they're mentioning, hey, I'm in DECA, join DECA. Um, And I know that it works because my daughter came home who all through COVID was pretty, she's pretty reserved. She's not like the boys and she's joined three clubs. Um, you know, hers might not be everyone else's club. She's done the foodies rock club and she's done, um, DECA and best buddies. And that's where she was comfortable. And I'm just Mm -hmm. thrilled that she joined three clubs. Right. Um, And she likes to go to school, um, and, and be there. And that wasn't always the case for a little while during COVID. So then the the teachers, what kind of um, support are you providing the teachers and what do you do for teachers? So each year we do teacher grants. Uh, The teacher grants come out, uh, we'll release them in the last day of schoolish. The the thought process is then they would have over the summer if they would like to fill anything out. Most teachers wait unless they have this grand idea until the beginning of the school year to kind of get to know their classes or Uh, their students and see what um, innovative needs and different things that they can implement. Um, Staff can apply for up to $1,000 in a teacher grant. And uh, this year we were able to award 26 teacher grants. So over $20,000, which is double what we've done in all previous years. Um, But the request was 50,000. Oh, we did a great job, but the innovation ask, I mean, I always I tell our board right now, we're not doing anything the way that we did before COVID. The majority of everything that we're doing has a slight, there's a slight infliction of a change to it, right? And that's okay. Um, not, but we have to be ready to be able to give differently and prepare for those different tasks. So we're it, doing it. Seems, it doesn't seem like a lot of money. Like 26, that's awesome. You did $26,000. It's all privately donated, but a community like ours, right? It just doesn't seem like it would be hard to hit that goal of 50000 I think the hard part is, though, as we get bigger and our needs, and we have 19% of our students um, are on free and reduced, we have more needs in different niches, too, that um, we need to take care of. Um, and I think we have amazing 501c3 community partners throughout Westfield who work mm-hmm. together uh, remarkably, um, and work together really good during COVID. But there's a yeah. lot of us trying to support. So I think the foundation is just one. And and I would love to have more people come. And how do we help those teacher grants? Um, but I am I am aware. I mean, Westfield Youth Assistance for taking care of the families. There's but there's only so many of us still who live in Westfield, right? But the yeah. needs are what the needs are, and we're moving really fast. 
we added 728 new kids in the last two years. That's a lot. That's more than an elementary school, mm -hmm. right? So we need to make sure we're moving in that direction. So doubling teacher grants was amazing. I would love to have funds to be able to do a spring teacher grant program. Um, and that's why we're doing different things. We have the Bourbon and Bling event coming up on December 14th. Um, Let's talk about that. Bourbon and Bling. So we, the foundation really does two main fundraisers. So Bourbon and Bling, and we've just done a bourbon raffle prior. And then we do Top Golf in March, um, okay. which is a lot of fun. But right now, Bourbon and Bling, and I don't know if you can see if I change the uh -huh. camera here. If there you can it see is. All the bourbon over there and the bling. And I'll send you a close-up picture so you can uh -huh. tie it in. What is, what is Bourbon and Bling? So Bourbon and Bling, last year we did it as a raffle um, for the first year because we couldn't have an event or we weren't sure about an event. And we were able to raise $8,000. So we said, let's do it again. And we worked with uh, Noble Wine and Spirits and Moyer, Prime 47, the Culinary Arts, um, Edge Rock Development, uh, the Dalton family, the Reef family. So they all came together and said, um, we're in, we're gonna support you guys. So there's uh -huh. two options. There's two pieces of this puzzle. There's one, there's an event at Moyer on December 14th. And if you come, you will be treated to um, appetizers and food from Prime 47, an open bar, bourbon tasting from Noble Wine and Spirits, wine tasting from the Westfold Wine Vault, uh, silent auction, door prizes, and you get a $100 gift certificate to Moyer. So it costs $100 to go, but you get all that and your $100. And the Westfield Choir will come and do um, a song. So that's pretty fun. And you'll so get- So the, the $100 that they charge, where does that go? So that will go straight to teacher grants. Or, or programs, you know, teacher grants, programs, whatever we need for that restricted. So this is, is a new fundraiser for, or that piece is new. What we did last year and what you'll get to experience when you're at the event is the raffle being drawn live. And um, there's some pretty good prizes, I'd like to say. So, so what are they? There's 16 winners and 16 lots. Uh, the top prize is all eight Lanton's bottles. And I didn't know this, but on the feet of the Blanton's bottles, there's a letter. And we have all sure. of them. And you watch the horses like they're in a race. They're up there and they move. It's kind of fun. Um, so we have all the Blanton's bottles. Those go for a pretty penny yeah. uh, online when you find all eight because it's hard to find. Uh, yeah, so that's a chase. Um, there's a Van Winkle 12-year um, lot uh -huh. B. And a lot of these, the, the top bottles go... Um, Retail, if you could find them in a store, aren't horrible, yeah. but most of them online are between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, so it's but, a good win. Yeah, it's a good win. Um, mm -hmm. Moyer kindly donated a beautiful Phillips House uh, fourteen carat uh, necklace, uh, and fit, and it's gorgeous. Uh, mm -hmm. Valued at about two thousand dollars. Oh wow! Okay, cool. One of the items. So tons of there's sixteen different items. Again, you can go mm -hmm. to our website. And if you go to the events under Bourbon and Bling and go to the bottom, it tells a story about each of the lots. So many of the items, like the Wellers, you get three bottles of Wellers. Uh, West Fork Whiskey donated uh, two bottles, one of their grand opening bottles that you can't buy, and uh -huh. um, one of their Hammer, Hugh Hammer collections. So that's a, a set, a duo set. Um, so were you on the were you on the research committee for all these whiskeys? On these whiskeys, no, but a lot. Uh, you know, Kyle Mesmore and Brian Tom mm -hmm. Michael and uh, 
my executive team are uh, put their bids in. It's mm -hmm. it's an incredible. If you look at the selections out there, the hardest yeah. part is Indiana Gaming Commission doesn't allow me to take credit card. Yeah, and I don't know why they make it so challenging for nonprofits. So it's only cash or check, or you can Venmo a board member and they can bring the money in. Um, but we're choosing to play by the rules. And so yeah. that's the, the why way. not, I guess. So how much do you want to raise? I mean, what's the goal? What's your fundraising goal for these events? So what would we have a goal? We would have loved to have sold 500 tickets. The credit card mm -hmm. piece is making the, the ticket sales a little challenging. Last yeah. year, we sold 111 tickets, and I never like to be less than the year before. So I'd love to okay. see this well exceed that i mean even 150 yeah. i take 150 uh -huh. tickets and if you're willing to take a chance at the 16 with with that number in there it's a pretty good chance yeah pretty good pretty good bet so um, what are the bets of your uh you buy you get tickets for a certain amount right they're a hundred dollars a piece hundred dollars yeah. tickets a piece or four for five i mean five for 450 so you get a savings. Uh -huh. All the names will go in a hat and it's going to be drawn by numbers and we will roll them out and we're going to stop, start with the bottom um, item and we'll work up and the last item drawn will be the uh, Lantons um, awesome. item. So you'll just get to see all of that in action. We're going to borrow from the Teachers Credit Union, has a big old fancy gold. We'll make it <laughs> you know, uh, nice So uh, and do some drawings. But really, you know, it's a win-win. And the night at Moyer, the benefit of that is there are some different names that are and different friends and uh, sponsors and folks that have signed up because bourbon and diamonds are their thing. And mm -hmm. we just get to meet new people. And I think you asked yeah. earlier, why aren't we connected to all of these businesses in Westfield? And so the more opportunities and the more we um, you know, change how we're raising money, um, hopefully we get to have some good conversations. Yeah, oh, no, I love it. I, yeah. I think it's, I think especially after the COVID stuff, you know, we need reasons to push people out to meet more people. So I, I like this. Um, and I think people are hungry for it too. And we're always looking, I mean, Westfield is a small town and mm -hmm. we are trying to be different in how we're having a fundraising event. I'm not sure there's ever a really good, I mean, we're always all so busy. So we hope that a Wednesday night on the 14th was a good kind of hole in the schedule. Um, yeah. And if we meet 50 new friends or we meet 100 new friends, I mean, I would love to have 100, we can have only 150 people at the event. Um, but if, if we meet new connections mm -hmm. and we're able to support a student in a different way because their connection supports a student, I'd count it as a win. Yeah, for sure. You know? Well, um, okay. so. We've got 52 minutes in on this so far, which is pretty good. Um, what is something you've told us a lot about this? What's something you want to, or do you want to spiel us? Give us something we need to look forward to coming up and how we can pay attention and be involved and help out. Okay. So we're getting ready to go into the holidays. Bourbon and bling, definitely get your ticket, get your raffle ticket. If you don't drink bourbon, tell a friend. Um, that's how we, you know, have that expansion. Uh, in the new year, we'll have our top golf event on March 5th. It's a great opportunity to come. Again, most of the things we do are engaging with each other, and mm -hmm. it's a great time to um, figure out how to get other local businesses and different things to have different conversations. So we have a good time. That'll be the sixth or seventh year for top golf. Um, okay. And that event um, will hopefully raise between forty and fifty thousand um, dollars. And we just like we just 
play golf or, you know, mm -hmm. the game. Um, April is laugh it off. If we're going to try and collect 1,200 gift cards, um, we give staff when they show up to that event. So if that's the way you want to get involved, I'd love to hear from mm -hmm. you then there. Okay. Uh, I'm working with all the PTOs. Right before I came here, I meet with all PTOs across the district, part of the parent university piece, and know that we are working together for parents. I think the biggest thing is the what if we all work together, the what if we put it out there. Like always put it out there. If there's something that you're needing and we can support you or you have an idea that would support a student, if, mm -hmm. if we don't know what it is, I can't you know, answer the problem or yeah. fix, um, meet the challenge, I guess is probably better said. Uh, but I'm a problem solver and I love mm -hmm. to work with families to support them um, and students and staff and figure out what that is. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate learning a little bit or a lot more about your program and hopefully we can get more people involved and help raise some money and hopefully I win that big whiskey package. So yeah, you move that little ticket to the top. Yeah. And then, uh, so cool. Well, thank you very much. And I uh, appreciate your time. All right. Thank you.